0: This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware. Listen at your own risk.
1: Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast, Manga Edition. I am your host, Vior GTZ, and with me, I have two very special people. First off, returning from our previous podcast, it's Microwavey, also known as Marion.
2: What's up, everyone? Glad to be back.
1: And this week we have a new guest to the podcast, Lum
0: Mayasha. Yeah, I'm here to talk about Demon Slayer, but you know the demon we really need to slay? The demon known as spoilers, that a moves on guy. He's a he's a bad dude for sure, but spoilers, those are the true crime. Those are unforgivable! Well, uh, okay this. <laughs> those scan leaders, those leakers, spoiling in events of chapters, days in events before the to be honest will not get to read them. Those are the things really news. <laughs> I mean, I, I will admit I
1: did get this chapter spoiled for me. Though I partially blame Sakaki for this. Because he's the one who read the spoilers first and was hyping them up. I'm just like, crap, now I have to look at them.
0: Yes, and then I found the trap of looking at them in the chat. You may have hit it behind a spoiler bar, but I couldn't help myself, and l- I looked, and I saw the Pillar of Salt.
1: That, that That's what the spoiler bar is for.
0: Yes, but... I just can't look away. I'm not like a hero, We Lord. I didn't listen. I didn't listen and I paid the price for it.
2: This makes me glad that I don't go through the whole chat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I guess uh before
1: we get into the actual uh chapter itself, since this is Lum's first time on the podcast, I wanted them to go over their history with Demon Slayer.
0: Sure thing, and interestingly enough, you can hear my very first impressions of Demon Slayer because back in one of the early episodes of the Manga Mavericks podcast, my co-host Colton and I, we covered the first three chapters of Demon Slayer during its initial jumpstart run when it was being published in Weekly Shonen Jump. I don't remember quite which episode that is, but if you type... Manga Mavericks, Kimetsu no Yaiba. You will find that discussion we had of those first few chapters. And while Colton was lukewarm, I was like, this Demon Slayer series has a lot of potential. This relationship between these two main characters is endearing. This art is excellent. This reminds me of Hunter Hunter in a very good way. I think this series is going places. And sure enough, Look where we are! Three and a half years later! Demon Slayer is huge right now! One of the biggest manga in Shonen Jump! One of the biggest titles people are talking about in the anime manga space! And that's been really cool to see how the series has blown up! Now, I'm not completely... Caught up on Demon Slayer in the sense that I have not read the chapters that Wiz has not put out. So I'm still missing that 60 chapter gap between 79 and 139. But I've been reading Demon Slayer as it's come out week to weeks ever since Wiz added it back to their slate when they launched their uh, Shonen Jump vault last year. And I've been enjoying the ride ever since. And I would say Demon Slayer has been one of my favorite series to read week to week this year. It's been really killing it with this final arc, and I mean that in more ways than one. I'm surprised you
1: aren't, like, blatantly confused all the time with the, with the simul pub, since you've missed
0: so much of the context. There's definitely things that I have been confused by, and some of those things may even come up with this week's chapter, but in general, there's been a lot that I was very able to easily latch on to. The action is great. The storytelling is great. Characterization is really clear and easy to get invested. in. And, of course, as the chapters have been filled in the backlog, as more and more volumes have come out, I've been able to read more of the story, understand more of the story, and that has just only further heightened my appreciation as things have developed. Hmm. Well, okay, then.
1: Um, I guess then we should just, like, get straight into recapping this chapter. So, this week we have chapter 180, Recovery. So, on like the chapter cover for this week, we have uh, Genya and uh, Muichiro
0: just there. Well, they- their backs are turned as they're walking into a black void. This is kind of symbolizing that they are leaving the Demon Slayers, you know, they're. They're going away now into yeah. the abyss of that. I think on
1: the Japanese version of this chapter too, like it has like farewell, like, yeah, on in like the text, like on the page. So yeah, it's oh, just,
2: like I need to see that. One.
1: It's like them just walking to their deaths. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> just one thing, like the fact that they were like they were both walking away, like into the the background because they were facing different directions. I have like a sliver uh-huh. of both that. Um, because we know we saw Genya like dissipate. Like, he, it looks like he, he got Thanos. But, um, for Tokito, just because of like that one conversation with his brother, I thought there was like a, like a, like a tiny sliver of hope that maybe he's, he's gonna recover. Cause it's like, you're walking in separate direction, but like, no, not at all. totally off the mark.
1: They found an extra pair of like, uh, glue sticks and they're gonna glue Genya's microscopic <laughs> pieces back together.
2: Yeah you know, Demon Slayer magic.
0: (laughs) Maybe with, uh, Tokito, there might still be hope. You know, they, we might cut back later and see that he actually did come back to life. I kind of doubt it. Uh,
2: Yeah, at this point.
1: They dead. And, uh, speaking of them being dead, on the next page, it's just kind of all silence, but, uh, we see one of the messenger crows coming up to, uh, Giyu and Tanjiro, and, uh, it's kind of just implied that it tells Tanjiro that they're dead. And he just starts crying. Like the good boy he is. And he just goes on to say, everyone's dying. Hang in there. And then, like, he keeps, like, running forward towards, uh, where Muzan is located inside the fortress. Um, but he goes on to say that in the letter that he got from, uh, Senjiro, um, it mentions that the, Hinokami Kagura has 13 forms, but Tanjiro only knows 12 of them. So we have one more form
0: that he could uh, potentially learn in this art. A final act power-up, final battle power-up, classic of shonen. It's going to happen. That's how he's going to win.
2: He's probably going to maybe like make his own form the way that he made his own above his form for water. Mm-hmm. That would probably be fitting.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: yeah but uh he go he basically just goes on and says uh, nevertheless I must defeat muzan for everyone's sake um then we go uh and jump over to uh Ubu yashki is uh a successor his son who is uh in charge of all like the messenger crows and stuff and like he's noticing that muzan's like recovering again but the squads that they are sending towards Muzan are getting close to them. But Q's telling them to not attack because uh, it's not safe and they should wait for the Hashira to arrive. Unfortunately, though, the uh, squads don't really listen and they uh, kind of get attacked by a newly revived
0: Muzan. And he's got teeth all over his body, like all over his legs and his arms. Like, just these fangs just all over him. He looks a lot more demonic than his usual
1: forms.
0: Yeah, with all these mouths with sharp fangs all over him, he kind of reminds me of Pride from FMAB. And oh, yeah. A little bit, you know, with when we see him later with, like, that mouth on his hand, on the palm of his hand, I was like, that reminds me a lot of Deidara, too. <laughs> 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 it's interesting, though, because so many of his previous forms have
1: looked a lot more human-like. But now I think he's just like, screw that. I just want to
0: kill all these people. So he's just like going full-on demon here. I mean, he's still pretty human-looking outside the fact he's got all these R- like mouths all over his appendages. It's like... Kind of interesting, though, is, like, is it blood or is it, like, a shadow that's being cast over him that kind of contains the spots where these mouths are popping out from? I have to wonder.
2: I think it might be, like, blood-colored, blood because blood um, it sort of reminds me of, uh, like, in the anime version, when they had the meeting with the lower moons, how he, he made, like, the same kind of, like, giant, like flesh, mouths, like, out of his arm, or whatever. Mm. It might be similar to that, I guess.
0: Definitely. But, yeah, Muzan basically starts killing and eating all of these junior demon slayers. They can't do nothing. He just jumps all around the castle. He goes from each of them one to one, and it's wham, bam, bash, boom! He just crashed into them, devours them, slices them up, eats them. And even as Ube Yashiki-san is saying, Hey, get those guys out of here. Wait for the hot They're just going to eat you. And it's having the crow say it. It's too late. The crow is saying it to no one but Muzan. Because all the junior demon slayers are dead. Muzan says as much. They all died. And then he kills the crow. Probably the most shocking death to me in this chapter. We see the crow (laughs) just decapitated. With a caw, it's final words, truly words to go out by. But Muzan's like, you know, he waxes a little poetic here. You know, when one lives for a thousand years, one loses their sense of taste. But I was starving, so that meal now was truly delicious. Then we get our first, like, full body uh, frontal shot of Muzan here. He's got white hair now. He's looking real by Shonen. With the exception of, of course, all these mouths all over him. You have to wonder where these mouths leave. Like, are they just decorations? Because when you see into the mouths, it's like his leg is just exposed. It's just like it seems like there's flesh underneath. So,
2: oh, mm. well, maybe it's like a symbiote.
0: <laughs> maybe. Maybe this is like a wenham situation. I mean, like, Doma
1: could consume, like, humans all over his body. So it could just be, like... Demons can
0: just, like, digest
1: things from any part of their body. And it'll just, like, go to their stomach regardless.
0: Yeah. The way these mouths look, though, they cl- they feel really decorative since, like, there's no, like, throat or of any kind you can see through where any of these mouths just looks like the flesh of his arms and legs. But, yeah, he's basically kind of rubbing salt in the wounds of the demon slayers and is particularly of the deceased Ubayashiki saying, He went through all the trouble, bring me food, so I praise you. But he does compliment his son. Do we know his son's name again? I forget his son's name. They mentioned it before, I know they did, but I do not remember it. But he compliments his successor as outstanding and says, you know, if they kneel before me and hang their heads, I wouldn't mind making them demons, considering that he has lost almost all of his subordinates. And yeah, Uba Yoshiki-san is like telling, oh, okay, first squad's on, but second squad, fall back, don't get near the guy. Because if he eats more of our men, he's going to recover his strength. So it's not looking good for the Demon Slayer Corps.
2: Yeah, and on the next page, uh, immediately go back to Luzon and now he's holding uh, Tamayo's that in, in his hand, like, basically, like, almost half gone already, and he's just, like, taunting her, like, well, Tamayo, it appears that your medicine for crit- uh, returning demons to being human didn't work out, because uh he said, hey, you're sure as hell, you're sure, you're surely gonna go to hell. And that's, like, a, a really brutal panel with his thumb, like, just dabbing inside her eye. And then he continues, hundreds of humans have spat, uh, oh, it was Tamayo saying to Luzan that today he's definitely going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and he retaliates saying, uh, he, hundreds of humans have spat the same words at me over the years but they were never able to make them come. It's so sad for you. And uh, we get a little insight into what happened after Tamayo turned into a demon where she's saying, like, to give back her husband and children. Um, and Muzan goes to die and go see those the same relatives that you killed. So, that's that's terrible. <laughs> that's so sad. But
0: that's just it's a so painful cruel. thing to, like, cruel word. It's such a painful thing to finish someone off with.
2: <sighs> Poor or
0: like, Tamayo. But and add another major character that to the pile. Yeah, they're just piling up now.
2: Yeah, he just, like, slaps her head. It's really, like, brutal. 'Cause I was expecting something more I don't know. I don't even know what I was expecting. But I think the comment of like, go 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 die and see the relatives that you killed is such a that's I've never seen like a line like that before. And it makes me wonder if um back when Sandro found Mezuko, if if maybe it was Nezuko who ended up killing her family. Or maybe that's mm. just
1: too dark. This is. I think, like, when the Nezuko turned into a demon, they mentioned that there was no, uh, no, like, blood on her specifically that was from, like, their, like, Tanjiro's relatives. So by that, Muzan killed them all, and then Nezuko just passed out after, like, she got turned into a demon.
2: Okay, thank. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, that would be really effed up.
2: Yeah. Okay. But, uh, after that, Nuzan, like, grinds his palm, and, like, the rest of the, like, the, the blood that's left the time is dripping. And, um, uh, on the next page, you see Yushiro, actually, uh, it looks like he's, he's, like, almost passing out, uh, comes into the wall, and the Demon Slayer trainee is like, oh, what's wrong, Yushiro? Sure? Are you alright? Are you wounded?" And he's just scratching up the floor the, 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 t- the Tatsumi mats, and puffy,
0: So he's reacting to Tomio's death, but is the implication here that he's going to go feral and lose control of himself now that Tomio is dead, or is this just him anger knowing that Tomio's dead and like he's going to direct anger. that anger? It moves on? I have a feeling it's just anger because, like, it's
1: implied that like the demons, like whoever turns into a demon, you kind of have like a link with them mentally. Yes, so like, he could like probably sense that Tomio got murdered. Mm. So he's just
0: angry because, like, he loved Tamiyo. Yeah. But Muzan's not done killing people.
2: He's not. He's just... go he keeps going, like, down the halls. And, like, this is happening so fast. There, there aren't even, like, sound effects drawn. And he's just like, slicing and dicing everyone. Um, presumably also, like, taking in blood with all those hands over his, his body. Or, not yet, the mouths. And, uh, Obiyashiki, Junior again going, Fall back, retreat, isn't you there yet? This is the wrong way And then he's just like, he's thinking about like all the fact of killing so many children and uh if Muzan recovers, tell me sacrifice is sacrificed what if nothing. And it seems like after after that killing spree, Muzan goes, That's enough. You're all useless. Tonight I will crush the demon slayers, kill them all. As it looks like he just entered a room and can't tell if that's supposed to be the same room that Ubayashiki's in, but uh, it's a really menacing pose where it's like he's—if he is in the same room, it looks—it uh, looks like he's basically blocking off the exit so that they're finished.
0: Isn't Ubayashiki's kid outside this fortress thing?
2: I'm not sure, honestly. I need to reread this whole arc from the beginning.
0: I think they might be, because
1: they're doing it remotely that's yeah. why they're sending the messenger crows
2: okay i just say that because like i saw in the page before it looks like the door uh is like a little bit creaked open as he's like shouting retreat so i don't i don't know if i'll of the same area or not
0: he certainly looks ready to pounce
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> hopefully tanjiro and everyone gets there soon Interesting that uh, he clearly has long fingernail claws, but now we can also see on his feet that he's got big toe claws, too. So some other be- bestial elements to the- his design now.
2: Maybe they're more
1: teeth. <laughs> It'd be interesting <laughs> yeah. to see if like he's going to become like more and more like, beast-like over the coming chapters. Yeah. Because it mm-hmm. feels like he's kind of
0: transforming. He's certainly yeah. not the gentlemanly facade that he was putting on earlier. Yeah,
2: I wonder if uh, he's gonna grow, uh, if, if he's gonna keep growing like beastly, but stay like human shape. Because then, like I remember back when uh the the girl with the tamari balls when uh when she died after like mentioning his name, that like giant arms like sprouted forth and just like crushed her body if he's going to do the same thing and just, like,
0: turn giant or not. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, but Muzan has entered the battle, so we're definitely going to see Demon Slayers confront him in the coming weeks. I'm going to be interested to see in how the story will be structured from around for it, because... We know that number four, Nakime, is still out there. So are they going to take her down anytime soon before they do Muzon? And then I believe there's supposed to be a new number six? Well, so One number six
1: was Kaigaku, which is number five then. There, was, yeah. there's a,
0: there should be a new number five. He's refilled number six.
1: <laughs> Unless Muzan's just like, screw number five. Six is better. Let's just refill six and leave five empty.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh... Well, I don't know if maybe like he ended up if uh, if he like replaced it, that demon or not. If he ends up like eating them to put his energy back, all the all the stuff he expended because of that uh that previous was it like a bomb that went off? I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. didn't Uba Yashiki blow himself up? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's hard to tell where the. Story's going to go from here exactly. Like It's clear that we're going to have a fight with Muzan now. Because he's out and about cutting up a demon slayers like they're uh, butter. But uh, I'm curious to see uh, who's going to be the first uh, one of our like primary fighters that's going to encounter him. Because they're going to have a run for their money, I think.
0: Muzan's castle must be incredibly complicated. Because when I'm seeing... Like this panel of Ubuyashiki's kid in his room. There's just so many maps like scattered all around this room. Oh, yeah. I can count like 11 of them. And there might be even more hidden beneath the word balloons. So th- these are large maps too. So like Muzan's castle is insanely intricate. So I- I'm going to be curious how old the characters kind of end up converging I feel like w- be. one way it can happen is just
1: like uh they're like I know two people are currently fighting uh nikime
2: that'll be what
0: you yeah yeah so if they take on Nakime, that should kind of turn the castle back to normal in a sense like at at least a layout that's easy to follow because they won't have all the rooms be switching into weird angles and perspectives and whatnot Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think the entire fortress itself was just generated by Nakime. Yeah. Because, like, from where they were, they were just in, like, a destroyed, like, area. And they were suddenly sent into this place. So I think if they beat Nakime, they just get sent back to where they were before. Yeah. So it would just be an open area then.
0: (laughs) That'll probably be a critical fight then. And I'm going to be interested to see if Nakime has, like, any fighting ability beyond just manipulating the castle. Because that's all we've really seen her do. She really doesn't have much uh, personality, or we, there isn't much we know about her beyond that. So I'm curious why she rose to the number four position.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, okay, yeah. so it's like, uh, Kanroji and, uh, Igoro that are yeah. fighting yeah. her, so. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, it definitely seems like she was more on the defensive when they were fighting in that little bit that we saw. So, like, I'm wondering, like, if it's just going to be, like, a cat and mouse type thing or, like, Nakima
0: is going to actually fight back. I think it'll ha- be cat and mouse until the point where they're able to m- force her into a position where they ha- have to fight her one on one. Or at least a group on one. She can't get rid of them. Yeah, or maybe they'll bring in the fifth upper moon to help the
1: king or something
2: maybe i mean like from from what i can tell like her powers are basically the same as like the drum demon um just like with a different instrument so yeah. i don't know if she could probably do that same kind of like slash attack silent like fucking but uh if not it looks like her plan is mostly just to like stall them out and like get them tired from so, like the last time that we checked in with uh three and uberos Mm-hmm. But, um, I wonder if, like, she, she, uh, like, as she's, like, escaping and, like, uh, basically, like, changing around the structure, if she keeps in mind where everyone else is, because we, we see, like, Tanjiro and you are still, like, paid to, to find on now, but, like, I don't know if that has any significance with, like, if she's using her power to, like, make sure, so, so, like the later meeting is not as long as possible. Because, well, now that Muzan is out of uh, the room, it's like things are different now.
0: Yeah, perhaps Muzan might communicate with her to send all the Demon Slayers his way. So that way, you know, he can just kill them off all at once. Cause her goal is definitely to her goal definitely was to separate them so that they could be picked off. But now that Muzan's like, you guys are all useless, I'm just gonna take care of this myself. Perhaps she's gonna just lead everyone in Muzan's direction so he can just murder them all. True. Yeah,
1: that that would make sense.
2: Also the fact that Yushiro we we flash back to Yushiro and like so he's definitely gonna be part of the fight. And like the fact that he's a demon, but he wasn't turned by Muzan. Is I, I feel like that's definitely going to come into play somehow because he he's not affected by birth.
1: Yeah, Muzan can't manipulate him.
2: Yeah, mm. so he can't he can't do that crazy thing where he likes prop the the, the arm side.
1: Yeah, in this chapter, like uh, Muzan also mentions that Tamayo's antidote doesn't seem to work, but I'm not I'm not so sure about that. I, I have a
0: feeling that it might just have like a delayed effect on him. Well, that'd be interesting if Muzan suddenly loses his demon powers during the fight with the Demon Slayers.
1: Yeah, or if, like, it's slowly weakening. Yeah. Because, like, Nezuko took the same antidote, apparently. So like, Yeah,
0: and she seems to be recovering. But, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the implications are. What are Tamayo's medicine does cure muzan or if it doesn't what that says about what muzan has become hmm. like how far from humanity has he fallen
2: or maybe what if it has a different effect on him or like because like i'm thinking about like I, I brought up the symbiote earlier and i just can't stop thinking about it because it looks like his body's being enveloped by it but what if uh what if he ends up what if he does end up losing his powers like you were said, like over time, and instead, the power, like the, the demonic transformation or whatever, becomes like its own thing.
0: Mm. Hmm.
2: I'm thinking, like a, a kind of like a Zetsu situation in Naruto.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would be uh interesting. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot to think about in this chapter for sure. I mean, just just alone though, this is a doozy. Like, I wasn't expecting us to get back to Muzan so
0: soon.
2: Me too. Like. This was like a out of left field for me.
0: I mean, they beat number one, so really, it was only a matter of time before Muzan re-entered the picture, because besides Nakime, we don't really know what demons are left. Like, we speculate there's a new number five, but they haven't made themselves apparent yet, so... Yeah, I mean, Usan's definitely had to really enter the picture here to raise the stakes since they beat number one, you only go to the boss from there. <laughs>
2: That's true. For a second, I thought we were going to get, like, uh, took back in with Ikuro and Mitsuri, because then they're basically them, uh, Gyomei, Sanami, and Giyu are left, I guess. But are they going to meet up, or are they just going to, like, tumble into Muzan, like, one after the other. I think they're just, like, going directly to him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know, like, uh, Zenitsu Canal and Inosuke are all kind of converged, finally. But, everyone else is kind of segmented.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, we kind of have to get to that point where they're all kind of collected together. And I feel the way to do that is if they take out Nikime, dissipate the castle, and then so everyone is just in one place again, Against Muzan. Yeah, that would make sense. So I wouldn't be surprised if... In the, the upcoming chapters... Muzan does start engaging... Some characters in battle. And concurrently... We have the fight between Nakime. And then... Once Nakime is slain... And at a crucial moment... That's going to be the moment where everyone converges again... To take on Muzan. Altogether for the final battle.
1: I could definitely see that happening. But yeah... Trying to think of what else there is to talk about with this chapter. I mean, like, like we already mentioned, those uh, pages with Tamiyo are just painful to look at. Like, it just hurts me inside seeing Muzan literally, like, stick his fingers inside her, like, eyeball.
2: So cool. I thought it was interesting this one panel, like, the the page before it, where, like, the speech bubble is covering it. But uh, the outline is still shaded in over the speech bubble. I thought that was a cool artistic choice.
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah,
2: page thirteen.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah. Any additional thoughts on this chapter?
2: Uh, I I think that's it. I just really I enjoyed it. Um, I'm really sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, we're heading into final battle mode. Just more of our protagonists are dropping, and I'm sure in the final battle, we'll get more characters fall. I'm really going to be curious to see how many pillars are going to be left at the end of this battle. I mean, in general, the Demon Slayer corpse is going to come out with very few people left, and and I mean, I guess once they move on, the organization doesn't really need to continue, but... It is kinda shocking that just so many of these junior members of the Demon Slayers are just got caught up by moves on in this chapter. And then geez, how many more pillars will fall? Because we already had Tokito and Shinobu in this arc so far, so And like
1: Gyome and Sanemi are not like in good condition, neither is Kyu. No. It's it's just not looking good for the yeah.
2: Okay, um, the fact that uh, Anami is pretty, like, banged up right now, uh, do you think him having the large of blood, you know, like, maybe take up his son a bit? Because we saw it had, a, it had a bit of an effect on uh, on Kusibo, uh, but the fact that he's still like, recovering, kind of hungry, maybe that will bone him off the game.
1: Hmm. Maybe, yeah. Uh...
2: Because now it's that, like, the First time in a while that uh, these come back because he he's hungry,
1: yeah. So it's possible like sentiment like blood power will like work on who's on as well.
2: Something I found out uh, something really, I kind of uh, I was going back to the beginning and when uh, Tiger was like going over uh, like long he, he called himself incomplete, he can't be uh, a successor. I guess because of the fact that he doesn't know the thirteenth form of the Unicomic you know, Emperor, but um, I think something something probably has to do with uh, the fact that he can see the, the what is call it called the the world uh, the see through world. Or?
1: Is it either invisible or a transparent world?
2: The transparent world, I think. Um, I think that, that's also going to come into play. Like, that's going to be for like connecting
1: the Hinokami Tanjiro with like the last form. Yeah, I would not be surprised about that. Like I am definitely sh- sure that Tanjiro is going to learn that like 13th form like either before or during the final battle and that's going to be like kind of the finishing move to defeat Muzan.
2: Yeah,
0: it has to be. Mhm. I mean, definitely the rule of shonen to have that <laughs> classic final battle power-up. I'm just imagining how
1: Table will animate it in like four years. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Ugh. But, yeah, I'm interested in seeing Tanja return to the action soon for sure because it has been a while since we've last really focused on him since we've been jumping around to other characters. So, hopefully we get to see some more of him like being in the center of things. And definitely I would like to see Nezuko come into play at some point. Because we have gone pretty much this entire arc without her. So she should at least be part of this final battle with Muzan. Kind of show kind of the contrast between her and him. And then maybe her demonstrating that she has regained her humanity in contrast to him. You know, are so some uh, thematic parallels as well there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah,
1: I guess so. Uh, we basically covered everything for this chapter, so, uh, I guess we should plug our stuff and get out of here. So, Marion, where can the good people find you? So,
2: I'm on Twitter, at MetroWavy, the e the Deep, and I'm also on Good Friends Anime Club. Uh, me and three other friends we get together. close of the time, Like, it's really sometimes. <laughs> um, we just get together and just talk about whatever we've been into recently. Yeah, I was trying to have conversation. Uh, last, uh, I think, I think I came to episode, but we did a, uh, uh, like, a human player segment where we talked about, really, volume, volume 8, uh, the when it came out in print. Uh, we're probably going to talk about volume 9 too, when it comes out, uh, like, in print, because uh, one of the co-hosts, I like it. good time. It's, uh, a good cast on Twitter. And I'm also part of, uh, taking the top the of podcast, which is at Haiku pod. Um, yeah. Haiku uh, is, uh, getting really high, really, <laughs> um, really good. Uh, like the last confirmed art, like basically. I know, right. So uh, looking forward to talking about that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, mom, where can people find you? You can find me at Lum Ramayasha on Twitter and as Lum Ramayasha on a variety of places like Animation Revelation, Analyst, wherever there's a Lum Ramayasha, that's where you can find me. You can read my manga reviews on all comic.com and definitely a lot more is going to be coming that way as we keep getting those review copies in, keep getting books upon books, so you'll definitely read more reviews right there. But you can also listen to me on more podcasts, because I am the co-host of the Manga Mavericks podcast, which is also hosted on all and you can follow that on Twitter, at Manga underscore Mavericks, on the Tumblr, We're at a variety of places, basically every podcast platform of choice, and we are a podcast that covers manga as both a medium and as an industry. We've done a ton of interviews with... ...people who work in the manga industry this year. We've done a ton of series retrospectives. We cover the latest goings on in the manga industry... ...in terms of news and discussion topics. And recently, we celebrated our 100 episode. And we had a two-parter. The first part, we tackled the evergreen topic of manga piracy. And our second part, we just kind of looked back on the show... ...the last 100 episodes and some of our favorite moments and memories... And there's some good stuff coming up in future episodes. Namely, if you like Demon Slayer and series where you have an elite tier of characters, uh, and you have like kind of the junior member of characters, and then the final arc, one by one, that elite tier of characters gets killed off to make way for the next generation in the final battle against an evil foe then definitely look forward to our upcoming Saint Seiya podcast, which should be out in a couple weeks, and we had on both the editor and the translator for that series for Viz Media on to talk about the series. We had Shane and Garrity and Dr. Mari Morimoto, both of whom are insanely passionate Saint-CF fans and they shared a ton of awesome anecdotes about their time working on the series as well as their insights on the series in general. It was incredibly great conversation and definitely I can't wait for you guys to listen to that and yeah again... Well, if you like Demon Slayer, you can really trace back a lot of classic Shonen elements you can find in this series to Saint Sia. So give that pot a listen and then check out the Saint Sia series too, because it is definitely a Shonen classic. But uh, yeah, Manga Maric's podcast, look that up, uh, and V-Lord's on it quite frequently as a guest of Manga Maric side movies and there'll be more episodes of those coming soon too but uh speaking of that v lord why don't you tell people where people can find you yeah people can find me on twitter at v
1: and you can find my uh, more uh manga focused reviews over on all-comic.com like lum mentioned we're doing a lot of reviews there I'm a, from a lot of different series from a lot of different publishers so there's probably something we're reviewing over there that you're into um, aside from that, uh, you can find my tsunami reviews and articles over on TanamiFaithful.com. Um, so if you're into tsunami, you can obviously go over there. And then you can follow the podcast itself on Twitter, at DSlayerPodcast. Uh, we usually post up when episodes are coming out, um, and just various stuff like that. So if you want to keep up with the podcast, go follow us there. And uh, that's about it, guys. So see you later.
2: Bye-bye.
1: Sayonara.